Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. You and I and me and Dan and the three of us collectively are about to go on a journey to try to answer the the question immemorial when is the time to sell sell what out of your what's this game where i don't know you started it you just started saying words name for it (laughs) oh yeah what is that game it Um, sucks i get i hate that it's a weird game (laughs) listeners if you know we're talking about anyways we're going to talk about when is the when is the right time to sell i'm assuming your property this is a real estate podcast so I, I think so let's just run with that for now yeah okay we don't do our own writing here. we can talk later about when's the right time to sell your soul when's the right <laughs> time to sell out when's the right time to sell your dog uh, your dog um preferably before you have to jesus all right let's Anyways. um okay when's the right time to sell your building mm-hmm. that's a hard question to answer and let me let me share the experience i went through over the last couple of months which was jamie and i moved out of our house and we had to make the decision are we going to rent it or are we going to sell it and if you remember initially we we're like well let's just rent it we already have the property management we have the team like we do this it's not it's not a big deal and the more i thought about it i was like well the cash flow that we could get from holding this thing is going to only be a couple hundred bucks a month but the potential headache that could be a lot the amount of equity in the building that's quite a lot and so like just doing the mental calculation of like, okay, how much headache is this? And how much do we really stand to make? I was like, well, I think actually we should just get rid of it. We should just sell it. But there was no like spreadsheet to calculate what's my return metrics. It was just a gut feeling of, is this worth the effort? Is the juice worth the squeeze? So did I, did I do it right or wrong? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this one, like the, the answer obviously is the one that no one wants is like, Depends. Depends. Yeah, this is the worst. Like, we're gonna, the worst podcast ever. They're like, wait, move past that because we're gonna lose half our audience if we leave it on that. So, the way I think about this personally is, I think the point you made there is 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 appropriate because a lot of people skip the uh, the mental um, bandwidth mm-hmm. component and they think, is this at best, I think a lot of people think, is this the highest and best use of my capital? Yeah, what a great place to start. Return, what, what's my return going to be here versus there? But then they don't consider, and this is especially true for a lot of people that are not professional investors where it's like real estate isn't your business. You mm-hmm. just happen to have you know some exposure in some way. Um, do you want to have to think about it? Do you want to have that extra tax return? Yeah. Do you, you know, it's like, and this that's is, the big one for I, me. I think maybe we and our listeners are better at this than your average population because we think of things in terms of opportunity costs as entrepreneurs. It's like, it's not just the cost of doing the thing, but what is that cost stopping you from going and doing with that money elsewhere or that time elsewhere, mm-hmm. right? So like the mental energy, yeah, maybe it only takes me five hours a week to manage this thing. 
but what could that five hours a week be doing otherwise? Yeah. And if you don't ask that question, if you can't answer that question, then you don't really know like, okay, is this the right time to sell or not? Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe one of the most important ones to, to ask yourself. For us, it is. I yeah. think the way we think about this kind of stuff, uh, that's 100% like the biggest factor. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, I think that might be a factor, but not like a huge factor. Um, they might also want to know, okay, from like a kind of like an economic perspective, like how do you decide? Aside from, okay, so maybe I want, I could carry a little bandwidth. I could allocate some time and yeah, there's going to be an extra tax return um, or whatever, but you know, does it make sense financially? And if you think, and, and the big, the big number I use on that single family, just to give context here is return on equity. Yeah. Right. Like really thinking, okay, maybe we make two, $300 a month of cash flow on this single family home. That'd be pretty good. But we had a hundred and twenty five hundred thirty thousand dollars of equity in the building. When you calculate, okay, what's what's my cash flow versus that that equity? It's paltry, right? And it goes down over time. It only goes down, right? <laughs> Assuming you're in a good market and it's a good deal, that's gonna get that's gonna go down because your debt's gonna get less, your equity is gonna grow, which is great. But the cash flow as a percentage of equity yep. is actually gonna be shrinking with time. And so if you were to throw that in a spreadsheet, it would be kind of like a sad little. Thing that drifts off just <laughs> so. keeps drooping and so the listeners might be listening and be like well why don't you use a refinance refinance it pull out that equity keep the thing that's going to improve your return on equity right well it's a thing you got to do that it's another come back to the 100 percent. it's another headache that you have to deal with not only that but we're not in an environment where i'm like super psyched to go refinance a single family home i'm just gonna put that out there like it's not I gonna mean, be the, the best uh, terms. Uh, yeah, our I mean, debt terms on there right now were like dirt cheap. To see you. Totally. Like, but our, yes, the first guy in months. Yeah, the interest rate on this thing was like th- low three, high twos. And that's, so that's another component too, is maybe you've got some like exceptional debt yep. that should be factored in. It's pretty much free money. And so like we had to do a lot of jujitsu on that one. It's not just free, you're getting paid. Inflation's true. Eight. Your true. interest is three. You're technically making a little money there. Probably not a huge factor, but for us, for us, like where we're at in life, the financials were like one of the least important aspects of it. And because we're trying to optimize for freedom and like time and money is a, a tool for that. And at a certain point, we're just at that point where we're like the time is more valuable than the money. Like, so you're going to buy a boat? I'm going to buy a boat. Great investment. We're going to have a boat party. <laughs> <laughs> no. It'd be great for me. You just can you imagine me with shit? a boat? Like, no, wouldn't that be a weird purchase for me? It would be a bad decision. You would, out of you would crash it. I don't know if I crash it, but well, I say that. But you, last you time I was on a jet ski, jump, I can tell you that I, I would take it off some sick jumps. I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that. That's true. Well, I guess real quick, I know it's supposed to be a short one, but a few things I do think about when determining when to sell a thing: large capex items. Are you going to need a new roof in the next few years? Yeah, we got right? our seller came back and got us on that one. They want a new roof. $7,000. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say return on equity is one of the biggest ones for me. Uh, headache. But yeah, CapEx, the market environment, if you think things are going to get worse in the near future versus mm-hmm. better, you know, if you're in California, probably not great. Yeah. The, the other great. big one uh, I thought you were going to mention was taxes. Tax implications. Taxes. You, you got to keep paying taxes. So that's always a hidden one that a lot of times you don't think about until you're seeing the tax bill and they're like, oh my God. And this one was a primary residence, so not not a, as big of an issue. But if you're selling an investment, 
you, you really want to get clear on what your tax implications are going to be in that before you sell it, because that could really change the calculus. It would. Yeah. So, so but that's the way we think of it. Head so up. when's the right time to sell Dan? Um, February. You missed it. Ah, damn it. All yeah, right. Next year. Yeah, sorry, guys. Wait till next year. February is always the best month to sell. Little known fact. Um, that is substantiated by nothing. <laughs> no data. Real estate agents would support that because they're getting pretty you. bored in February. They'll tell you anything. They're so, so, yeah, they're just like, why are, why are no deals transacting? We'll take anything. Yeah. All right. We gotta so end use that information. Go sell your buildings or don't. And uh, we'll catch you in the next video or podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.